Hi, and welcome to Unashamed, a smut lover's podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we are doing our spoiler slash read-along episode for Perfect Strangers by J.T. Geisinger. Sure. Yeah. I sounded really confident, right? Yeah. Make <laughs> it until you make it. We have no idea how to pronounce that last name. No. This is the third time that's come up. <laughs> oh, before we start, as always, these are just our opinions. If we like something you don't like or vice versa, it's not that deep. We will all move on. So the blurb starts out basically that uh, the main female character, Olivia, is an author and uh, something happened two years prior, and she hasn't been able to write. It was a tragedy. She hasn't been able to write since. Then she meets James, who is an enigmatic stranger, and they start this torrid affair, it looks like. And then he might not be who he seems, and it's a non-traditional romance ending. Now, Knowing what I know about this author, non-traditional romance endings mean nothing to me because it could be that they're dead or it could be something as like a real life romance ending, like a real life ending, which is not traditional in the realm of romance because most romances end with a happily ever after. And this could be like one of those real life endings where they like part ways and don't end up together. Yeah, it says... There is a happy ever after, but it's not in the way you will expect it. Yeah, so it could be one of those real-life endings where it's happily, like, she gets over her tragedy or whatever, but then they're not together, which, I don't know, man. I shouldn't have read those reviews because... Is that what it said? It's most of the reviews said that there is no happily ever after. and that- Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't read anything past, like, the titles of the reviews because I didn't want what happened to you to happen to me. I don't know. You you don't mind those, like, weird real-life endings. Though. I absolutely fucking do mind them. I hate them. There's this one that says, This book was awful as it left me both confused and depressed. <laughs> I don't need that in my life, Kelsey. What the hell? We're not listening to your recommendations anymore. Oh, my God. That's funny. I mean, it's not funny, but (laughs) we haven't even read it yet. We could love it. Listen, here's what I do do know about this book. I know that I see recommendations for this book daily on Facebook. Oh, the very first question on this author's uh, FAQ is how is your last name pronounced? <laughs> it's Geisinger. Geisinger? That's how I've been saying it, right? I think so. Geisinger. Okay. Then, I'm yeah, you, sure. you got it right. All right, look at me. Oh, watch us, like, listen back in editing, and you're like, nah, bitch, that's not how you're doing it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know. <laughs> okay, so I don't I don't really know. Courtney's been on a, a journey to read fucking spoilers, it sounds like. So uh, I have not. I'm going into it completely blind. I feel like I should have. It's too late now, though. I mean, considering in the blurb it says it's best to go in blind. 
I'm sorry, okay, but when you see so many bad reviews on a book, like... There's not that many, considering there's over 7,000 reviews on this book. Yeah, but if all the ones that still, you know, the written ones, and it's, it's like... It's still almost five time. stars. I read the first stars, too. It's almost five stars, and there's over 7,000 reviews on this book. I wouldn't go as far to say there's so many bad reviews. It's over four and a half stars, bro. This is one of those times where I, I would feel, feel it's safe to call someone dramatic. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, I guess we're doing this one in parts, right? Sure. So, I haven't looked. after part one and then after part two and then part three should just include the epilogue because that's all part four is, is the epilogue. Oh, okay. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems good to me. All right. So we will be back at part two. So if you are reading along with us and if you are like me and going in blind, then we'll go on this journey together and Courtney will just, you know, hang back knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so if you're reading along, we'll be back here at part two. Go ahead and pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. Um, not much to go on here yet. No, not much. I mean, a little bit. Even if you hadn't given a little spoiler about the potential trigger warning, it seems like she lost her daughter, and then, or and she blames herself, and her husband left her because of it or she left him or whatever they couldn't get past the loss of their daughter yeah and james is fucked up but we don't know what happened to him yeah i mean he's just she's a writer he's an author they met in paris we don't know how old he is she's 38 though i was wondering about that because she said something about being in her 30s i have a problem connecting too far outside my own age so like as i'm getting older like it's harder for me to read younger like main characters 18 and younger at this point is just it feels weird it does yeah Yeah. put yourself in that mindset yeah you know so and especially because a lot of my authors are like in that spot where they're writing like the um you know high school college And I'm like, I just don't, I don't connect. Like anything under 21 at this point is like, uh, and then over 35, um, I have a hard time because I'm nowhere near my 40s. So, I mean, I I am on the inside. Well, yeah, but, (laughs) but, you know, other than the fact that I can relate to back pain and my ankles popping every time I get up, I don't have that mindset yet. So, I feel like it's not that far of a stretch either. Yeah. And I mean, it's so, however, I really like that she's, I guess, getting, getting back to, you know, she, she had this devastating loss. I'm assuming about two years prior, I think the book mentioned. Yeah. So now she's kind of like getting in back into, you know, a, I guess, healthy, sexual relationship which is cool yeah and it seemed hot 
the yeah. one sex scene we got. I'm just worried about where the non-traditional part is going to start coming in. I know. It's like you're on edge the whole time. Yeah. Like, even if I hadn't have read uh, the reviews, I'm so wary about them now. Like, and I don't even have any theories because this author threw me for such a loop last time that I'm like, oh, my God, is he her husband? Like, because we don't fucking know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think so. No. Um, it's like I don't even want to make any guesses because you already you read a spoiler. So I'm like, mm. yeah, but you don't know what the spoiler was. Just that there was no actual HEA and the baby. Yeah, I'm like wondering if maybe he was married and his wife died or left him. Also, one thing that was said kind of caught me off guard because he. He had said at one point that he hadn't been with a woman in some time. And then did you catch that where he changed his answer and said, well, I haven't been with a person in some time. Yeah. But then he also said later that he isn't into men. Right. So I was just like, hmm, that's like a little odd that you would specify that. You know, yeah. Well, or yeah, like I guess broad out the gate with is it an STD? I was thinking yeah. prison. I don't know why that popped into my mind, but uh, he was same. like, I haven't been with anyone in so long, and I was like, oh god, it's prison. And then he was like, and then she popped out with STD, and I was like, that's a good one too, I guess. Yeah, I was thinking prison as well. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's a convict. I don't know, but he's a pretty well known, at least in um. Paris. That apartment buildings community oh, is pretty well yeah. known. Yeah, at least in the apartment building. The the guy made it sound like it was at least Paris. The doorman or not doorman, the property dude, Edmund or whatever yeah. his name. They also said though, or she also noticed he doesn't have an accent from anywhere. Like she can't place yeah. an accent. So he could be American, he could be from anywhere. Yeah, so we don't know where he's from. We don't know his last name. I also thought it was odd she chose to keep it on a first name basis for both of them, um, for neither of them to learn each other's last name. But he sent her flowers and had her last name for that. Did he have her last name? Yeah, when the guy went, when the delivery man came to the door, he said, Olivia, whatever her last name is. Oh, I I missed that part. You're right. Well, because she didn't want his her last name being out there because she said that there's articles written about what happened with her daughter and about her because she's a relatively well-known author, I'm assuming, in America. Yeah, and there, he's also made comments like almost as if he knows, but he seems like he knows her. Like whether or not she knows him, he knows her, it seems like. He just, yeah. had, you know, it, she's always saying it seems like he's reading her mind and stuff, saying things like only her best friend would say to her. So maybe he's a stalker. It does seem like he knows her, but it also he's got the cover of being an artist specifically for grieving people. So it could be just one of those things like, you know, I, I'm grieving. I work with grieving people. You're grieving. Like, I can tell that there's a loss, you know? Yeah. But 
So it's easy to chalk up, but there has been a few things where I'm like, I trust nothing. Yeah, I trust I'm like, nothing does anymore. This motherfucker know her? You know, nondescript accent could definitely be American, obviously. Yeah, like he could have come from America and followed her ass. Yeah. Or yeah, found out where she was. And then maybe he came, found out she was coming out to Paris and then kind of came before and established like a little background. Like, oh, hey, I'm an artist. Look at my art. Yeah, because Edmund doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's going to give a shit if he's known you two hours or three weeks or three years. Like, life. (laughs) Yeah. With, like, you know, so maybe he's thinking, oh, you know, these two creative people are going to hook up and, you know, it's it's Paris, it's romance, you know, I I met my husband, I thought was a woman. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, you just never know, man. It, it's very possible that he is a stalker. And that Edmund is just overly friendly and saw his, you know, art and was like, Oh, he's extremely talented. And I think that it would be an honor for you to be drawn that way. And and he could have just known the guy a week. Yeah. That's that's kind of where my mind is going. So, I mean, I guess we won't know. Until we read. Yeah. Hold on. I'm liking it so far, though. I am, too. I just feel so weary. You know? I know. I know. It's one of those, like, you know it's going to fuck you up. So, you're, like, ready <sighs> for it, though. Mm, and I've got such an issue with non-traditional endings. I just well, do. now you do. Before you were like, oh, yeah, like, I'm totally good with the bad guy getting the girl. And I'm like, that's okay, not that's, what that means. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know, but I'm happy when the villain gets the girl. I just need an H-E-A, like, a happily ever after to be happy. Yeah, but a, a non-traditional ending means not necessarily that. It no. usually means it's not a happy ever after or not a happy ever after in the way you would expect. Like... Like, technically, you could say that Pen Pal had a happy ever after, but it was very non-traditional. It was not in the way you would expect. Yeah, that took several left turns, ended up on a whole different city block. Or plane of existence. Yeah, that too. Is that a spoiler? I don't want it to be a spoiler. At this point, if they haven't listened to it, it's on them. Th- these You're are spoiler episodes you- for a reason. Um, and the people who get it, get it. And the people who won't, won't. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I will have to dive back in and see how it all plays out. I would assume that something is either going to trigger for one of them within part yeah. two. Because I think part three is like the longest. I think it'll be him. I think he'll you get You don't think she's going to get like any sort of red flag? She seems like she's very... Oh, red flags? Yeah, but I think... I think that he'll get like triggered from whatever his trauma is. He oh, already seems oh, on edge. Part two is the longest. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it looks like part two is the longest. It's got like ten to twenty-five, so it's got fifteen chapters in part two. Well, I'm here for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably not going to start it tonight. Yeah, we'll have to see. If you're reading along with us, go ahead and uh, well, we're going to come back at part three. So don't read to the end of the book. Come back at part three and go ahead and pause here. Okay, we're back. I have a theory. 
all my theories are like wrong. Like I know they are. Anytime I was like, oh, maybe it's this, something else happened. And I'm like, nope, not that. Yeah. Well, I had a theory last night while I was reading, but now I have a different theory. I don't think any of this is real. I think James died of ALS. And I think all of this crazy spy shit and like all of the kidnapping and guns and all that, I think this is her creating this story about mm-hmm. like uh, like a fantastical story about her and James's time together in Paris. So I think that they had a time together. Um, they had probably a normal, uh, you know, affair. And then maybe they got together for a little while. He dies of the ALS and then now she's recounting and making like a fictional recollection of what happened as a book Mm, I feel like that could be right yeah I just it just seems so over the top you know what I mean and I think that's what they mean by non-traditional ending is like at the very end it's going to be like you know she she got to love him for however long and then then he did. Then he dies, and so she's recounting their love. Mm, I bet you're right. I don't know. It was just like as soon as all the shooting and the guns and stuff started happening, I was like, "There's no way this is real." And what makes me think that even more is: Did you read the quote at the beginning of uh, part three? No, not like, yet. So there's that the page where it says part three, and and there's a quote from like a famous author. It was something about death so i've got it all stories if continued far enough end in death and he is no true storyteller who would keep that from you it's by ernest hemingway so i mean definitely someone's gonna die yeah i don't think it'll be her like i said she's an author and i just feel like this would be like her way of keeping his memory alive yeah i don't think it'll be her either i do think it will be him which sucks yeah Um, i like james me I'm too. not a fan of the ex-husband. No, what he's sketchy. And like maybe she just overblows it, you know what I mean? Because this is like I said with my if my theory is correct, this is like her, you know, maybe taking out of proportion because she has unresolved hatred towards her ex. But yeah, he's definitely not putting any sort of good light. No, and I mean, what was up with James telling him, like, you need to tell her, you need to tell her, you need to tell her? I think it was about the daughter's death. Yeah. But, like, also sketchy as fuck that he knows all this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is that? What is he? He has to, he's got to be, like, some super spy or something. Yeah. Or also a, a delegate of, you know, in the UN or something. He has to have some sort of insider information that goes with his job of not being an artist right i don't know i don't either there's so many question marks in this book and every chapter just brings you another big like question that you need answered yeah it's confusing but i'm here for it yeah i think like being a little bit prepared that like somebody's gonna die i hope it helps us when the time does come because (laughs) Like, it's like, you know, someone's dying. Yeah. They've made it clear. They have not once been like, nah, this is, everybody's going to live. You know, like, they've made it pretty clear that, like, someone's going to die. I'm wondering if maybe they have a kid. Hmm. Well, I mean, because she's almost 40. It's still obviously possible. Yeah. But I'm wondering, you know, because he's like, oh, yeah, 
let's just get married and, you know, find out where you want to go on the honeymoon. And it seems too soon, but if you know, you know. And then now, like I said, I believe she's recounting, you know, their time together. But I'm wondering if maybe she's recounting it and making it so, you know, like fictional for maybe their child. I don't think so. I could see where you would think that, but I don't think so because it's very erotic based. Yeah, it's true. So I'm like, mm. I'm just a little sad now because like now I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think so. Because even if regardless, he has ALS. So regardless, yeah. he's going to die like within so many years. You Unless he doesn't have ALS. You know what I mean? Like. You think that could be funny? I mean, her FBI friend, her, you know, her friend's husband from the FBI is the one who went through the medical records. Yeah, but if his records are so sealed otherwise, why would he even be able to get any of that information? That's true. Maybe you he know, doesn't. It's, like, it's clearly an alias. It's clearly, you know, he doesn't, his life is very secretive. And she kind of pisses me off because it's like, He's told you multiple times that, like, if you say you want to know the truth, he will tell you the truth. And you're like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I don't like that either. Like, I get where she's coming from in a certain way. This is the first person she's opened up to. She wasn't looking for anything serious, regardless of how fast feelings are happening. Yeah, she wasn't looking for it. You know, she wanted to stay blue pill. She wanted to stay in her comfy, cozy little bubble of this is just hot sex for a few months and then we're going to move on but I agree that after the husband part where they had had an interaction she should have been like I want the red pill now like tell me everything because especially he threatened to kidnap her like that's so freaky yeah it's just, I don't know. I have no idea what's going to end up happening. So we are going to read until the end of the book. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? I am nervous. I'm going to be so sad if I'm right. Like, this is one theory that I'm like, I kind of hope I'm wrong on. Just I don't think you are. Because it would be so messed up for her to finally have, you know, her marriage sucked. Apparently, he wasn't at the birth or the funeral of his daughter. The ex-husband wasn't. So... For her to find this, like, more solid, well, I don't know about solid, but this almost more caring thing, and then just, I hope I'm wrong. I don't think you are. I don't either. That's the problem. I think that makes sense. I hope you are wrong, though, but I don't know. If you're wrong, the alternative is that he dies? The, well, that yeah, regardless, is he dies. I, I know, but we get to watch him die from ALS. You know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. or or maybe shot. the epilogue skips the actual like death like they just get their happy ending and then the epilogue she's i don't know moving and living healing i don't know i think we just have to know yeah i think it's time for us to know so okay. so if you're reading along with us we are going to come back at the very end after the epilogue so go ahead and pause here Okay, we're back. Oh my god. We're broken. It was bookception. I, I know. And full disclosure, 
I did drink a glass of wine at 10.50 a.m. Because <laughs> they were day drinking in the epilogue. And so I was like, you know what? That sounds like a really good idea. And oh then I poured myself a glass of wine. I'm a little buzzed. I texted Kelsey and I was like, oh no. And then like I told her, I was like, I started crying, like actual full-on tears rolling down my face crying. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm a crier, but not like that. Like I was, oh, oh man, my heart. I was hiding in my living room with my kid while he was watching TV trying to finish the book because like I didn't want to cry. My partner's home from work today and I didn't want him to like look at me and be like, what kind of like psycho is crying over a book? I I was feeling all of it. And my husband came out of the bathroom and I was lying in the bed just like a fucking mess. And he just came over and held me and was like, I'm going to call Courtney and tell her that you're banned from books. <laughs> And then he started laughing. I was like, so funny. She has ALS and she killed her kid. And, and like, he was just laughing. This pain is on you, Kelsey. Okay. Anybody who's listened to the last like four episodes knows how much I did not want to read this book. I'm glad I did. Okay. Now that I've read it and I'm over it and I'm through it, I'm glad that I did because it was very much emotion invoking. Mm-hmm. And it was a really, really, really well-written, well-rounded story. Yeah. But while I was reading it, all I could think was Kelsey is never fucking picking a book again. I, uh, I'm really happy we read it. I'm happy we read it together. I would have fucking died if it was if I was by myself. Like before, we even found out that James like wasn't real in the other part. You know, bookception calendar <laughs> moment. Um, I, I told Mike, I said, I think I just need to go and lay down and be depressed for the day. He's like, what? And then 15 minutes later, he walks out and I'm sobbing on the bed. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was like, I knew it. I just knew. I was at like 82% when I told him that and 80, like three or 4% is when everything cracks off. I was like, oh God. Yeah. So she, James was real, but he wasn't real. Oh my God. So she ended up, I don't even know where to start. Like, so it's a book about a book about a mental break about a romance. Yeah. Like the husband wasn't in the UN, um, but the real author writer's ex-husband was in the UN. It's so, there's just so much going, you have to read this book for anybody who is just listening along and has not been reading along with us. You have to read this book. Like we are spoiling it, but I'm telling you that we will never be able to accurately describe anything the way that you would be able to just read it and experience it yourself. Yeah. So now that we're through it, what was the spoiler you read in the beginning? Um, her killing her child. But you and, had read oh, 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 him being an assassin was a spoiler uh, that um. they talked about. And but I didn't lead any I didn't have really any like um, credit to it because I was like, there's no way he's an assassin. I thought he was like a spy and I was like, maybe they didn't read it right. Also, I was so mad at the comment that said something about killing your kid because after I found out she got shot for most until I found out at the end, I was like, 
she didn't do anything wrong. So I was like freaking out. And I was like, I just freaked Kelsey about, about a child dying in the beginning of this. And that didn't even happen. But it did. And then it did. The and it didn't, though, because she's yeah. alive. And I'm assuming a older, you know, however old she is at the very, very end where she walks in and goes, it's not a surprise to Emmy to hear her mother and stepfather going at it. It was a great book. It was so good. I loved it. I there's a lot of mixed feelings yeah. because like fuck you book, but also like love you book. Yeah. This author is emotion provoking in some way or another, whether it's confusion, hatred. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um all the feels. Mm-hmm. I want a mystery next time, Kelsey. I want a mystery that's not this. I don't want this again. Well, spin the wheel because there's a couple on there. There's that one um, where it's got like a secret code that you have to decipher while you read Ooh, it. Did we add that? Yeah. Web of Lies, right? That That's that one. All right. Yeah. Let's spin the wheel. We have six options left. We're going to have to start adding books to the wheel here soon. All right. Yeah. And go. Fractured. I don't know who it's by. Oh, that's helpful. <laughs> I need to start adding authors. The Fragile Minds. Oh, no, Kelsey, no. Mm, I'm just saying, I think it'll be fun. I am not a fan of yours today. Um, I know. <laughs> also, uh, in other news, Compel, have you seen that? It's on pre-order by Candace Wright. I have it on my list, yeah. It's fucking follow-up to Coors makes me nervous because that is a uh that writing style for her is like completely off the wall compared to what she usually writes i would like to uh when that comes out i would like that to be the book that we do i hope i wonder like do you need to have read the first one or is it a complete standalone or should we like just do like a quick reread and just recap of the first one in that episode. I don't know if anybody has any opinions on that. Let us know because worse um, uh, is not my favorite. It looks like it's the the friend of the girl mm-hmm. and the associate of the guy. Yeah. So I don't necessarily know if you would have had to. I'm assuming that the first book's characters are going to be like cameo recurring characters. Like, they're going to pop in and out of this book. So, if you have not read Coerce and you want to read Compel with us, just go ahead and read. Yeah. This doesn't even come out before November 17th. Yeah. Yeah. So, we have have a minute. That would have been a good book for this, for the read-along. What? Coerce. Yeah, but we weren't doing read-alongs back then. I know, but it would have been. Yeah. that That one was twisty turny for sure. Yeah, I didn't even know what was going on until like the very end. I was like, oh, wait, what? (laughs) I was confused too. That one wasn't my favorite either. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but it just wasn't my favorite. It was a good book, but compared to other Candace Wright books, it was just a completely different vibe than what you would expect from her. And so you go into it, you know, especially as a Candace Wright fan. Mm-hmm. You go into it with some kind of expectation, and it wasn't that. <gasps> you know what we could do instead of the fractured? I already downloaded it. Cora Rose. What? It comes out tomorrow. 
Mm. It would give us a nice fluffy filler before we go back in to the mind fuckery that is going to be that duet. I'm just saying. It'll be a short read. So we could do that in one day and then go into the fracture. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it would just be a fluffy, like, oh my God, it's amazing. We love it. That's like, like, I that's know. all it's really going to be. You know that. I, I don't want to read this book. Okay. It's and remember really when you didn't listen to me about perfect strangers and then we were both sobbing? You remember no happened this morning? No regrets. Okay. Well, some of us don't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> no regrets. Yeah, that was well, I may have some book. regrets. So, no regrets. All right. Fine. Fine. We'll do it. I just don't want So, it. next will be uh, Fractured by whoever it's Blake Lesting. So, that'll be fun. And yeah. So, I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you like our read alongs because we're doing more. If you have any recommendations for us that you think would be good for a read along, let us know. Send us an email. Find us on Facebook. We're always down to listen. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye. What? <laughs> or, or day. Or whatever time it is. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>